This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. Eating great food is happiness, but sharing great food with family and friends double the happiness. So back in 2017, a mother who loves to create delicious food for her daughter and believes in sharing happiness through food started Kintree. Having survived the market for five years, Michelle Chai, the founder of Kintree, shares her journey behind this joyful brand. Michelle is actually back. We spoke to her a couple of years ago. And what was interesting is that she's just recently uh, gotten into a cohort three of Endeavor's scale-up programs. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. So welcome back, uh, Michelle. And so, as I was saying, we interviewed two years ago. For those who don't know who you are, maybe a little bit about the brand, why you started it. Thank you, Frida, for having me back here. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle Chai, the founder of Kintry. So basically, I started this brand in 2017 from my condo kitchen. And I used to bake at home because my daughter was having allergies and stuff. And from baking at home, it became this big monster where we started selling to friends and family, selling to my nephew's school. And then after a while, uh, we tried Village Grocer and Benz and they liked our product. And when we got into their shelves, that's when we moved to a commercial kitchen and we got a halal in 2019. And we've built from there slowly but steadily. Right. Okay, so I think when we spoke in 2019, the halal certification was not there yet. And I think you were still operating out of the condo then. So, you know, now obviously you have a, the manufacturing area, right? Yeah. Um, how many products do you have now? Uh, we still have seven, mm-hmm. but we have it in two sizes at the moment. And uh, due to COVID, during the pandemic, we realized that people love um, gifting each other boxes of you know care yeah, packages care and pack, stuff. Yeah. So that's when we ventured into the gift boxing and we collaborated with Bloomdis and a few other gift companies. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's a seven products and which is the most popular? Uh, so actually, I would say for the guys, yeah. our salted egg chips are the most popular. Okay. Right. And for the ladies, mm. the granolas are very popular with them because they want to keep fit. So right. they take it with yogurt. And for the kiddies, they love the cookies. The okay. cookies are very popular with them. Okay. Actually, the girls love the salted chips, but they're just afraid of it. Yeah. Correct. Correct. <laughs> we love the salted chips now. Um, and if you look at, you know, there are a few players and all that out there, right? What yeah. would you say, you know, in the last five, you, you would say would be, how do you stand out amongst uh, competitors? I would say we are a more of an artisanal brand. Mm-hmm. We focus a lot on community, on love, and we try to... Every box you receive, every packet you open, you feel love when you open it, mm. right? That's that's our focus. We just want you to feel happy and joyful when you get it. So right. I think that's what makes us stand out from that. You others. put a little spell on each box. Yeah, me, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you mentioned your team was relatively small back in 2019, right? So after three years, how big have you grown? Uh, we've grown from a size of, I think when we first met, it was five, four or five of us to 19 at the moment. Okay. So we have a few offices now. We have our operations office, 
production uh, kitchen and we also have our marketing office. And I know, I remember you come from an advertising background, right? Uh, events, yes. Events background. Yeah. So this is quite a change from your previous life, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, no, and of course, you wanted to expand overseas as well. Has that happened? I mean, 2020 to 20, you know, the, the pandemic and all that, but has that happened? Yeah. So in, tw- in 2021, mm-hmm. we started to, during the pandemic, actually, we started to sell to Singapore. Mm. So we have a partner in Singapore who handles Kintree Singapore for us. Mm. We are also in Maldives. This also happened during the pandemic and currently we're in talks with Hong Kong and Brunei. All right. So I guess when you go through them, it's not something they can buy online or maybe you later on you'll have a version for each. Yep. Right now, it's more distributed. Yes, correct. Okay. They distribute locally themselves okay. instead of us doing it. So your products obviously uh, available online and offline. Yep. Uh, what would be the biggest contributor if you were to put a ratio? Um I would say 50-50, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, Because offline, during the pandemic, it Mm. was 90% online, for sure. But now it started to equal out. Mm -hmm. And that's that's one of the issues that we had, actually, because we were trying to go from online team to rebuilding our offline team, merchandisers, salespeople and stuff. So that took a little bit of a learning curve for us. Right. And what were some of the learnings? Um, I think the biggest learning is managing a team is interesting because we've only managed five right. to eight maximum mm. and suddenly moving to 19 different departments it's a journey mm. um, but we really enjoy it I, I really enjoy it sorry and I just did a team building um, on Wednesday actually and it was, it was very amazing it was amazing seeing how different people get together and how everyone grew with mm. the company and they're a, a youngish lot I take it uh, yes, mostly below 35. Below 35, so youngish yeah. lot, right? So, yeah, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you also talked about your Kintree Kindness Project, right? What what kind of projects are you doing right now? And um, what's, what's Kintree Kindness? Okay, so Kintree Kindness is something that I founded out of Kintree because I really wanted to help the community. So during COVID, we did things like uh, we raised funds and then we donated PPE, we donated face masks, face shoots to Hospital KL and Sungai Buloh Hospital. And another thing that happened was, so when they first announced the lockdown, mm. the team kind of felt, oh no, we're going to go bankrupt. You know, right. we're not going to have any sales anymore. So to boost morale for the team, uh, I thought, okay, why not we do this? We mm. get everyone to cook ayam masak merah rice. We got everyone to do desserts and drinks and everything. And then we started to give it out to the community in Pudu, mm. in Chiras, or the low-cost communities, low-cost housing communities. Mm-hmm. And um, they it boosted the team's morale and it also taught them that, you know, we're very lucky where right. we're at. Right. So I, I felt that this was a very good exercise as well. Right. And ongoing, um, I'm just doing more of helping others, mentoring, talking mm. through um, issues and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, like it just feels like the end of the world until you see that there are people worse off than you. Then yes. you sort of like, actually, we'll be all right, you know? Yes, correct. Mm. Okay. Yes. And of course, uh, it, tell me what happened during the pandemic. So sales improved tremendously during pandemic. Yes, for us, uh, sales actually went up about 800%. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was very good for us during the pandemic. But it's kind of leveled out now. Okay. Yeah. So I think we weren't we weren't expecting this kind of sales, and it helped us maybe because everyone was trying to shift online, and mm. we were just at the right place at the right time. Mm. I would say, and we just took the opportunity where everybody wanted to give self love boxes, mm. love 
love care packages. Yeah. Yeah. And and we just used that and we kind of just made it better and we realised what customers want. We, we realised what people enjoy about the boxes and we just made the whole experience better. Okay. And of course, the, you had to ramp up manufacturing and that uh, manufacturing was considered essential services during that period. Yes, yes. Okay. So it was tough. We had to run two shifts during that time. And because there was no shipments, we couldn't order the ovens. There were no ovens in ah. Malaysia. So what we could do was only run two uh, shifts. Okay. And we only got our extra ovens a bit after. I think MCO 2.0 or okay. 3.0. But it was necessary for growth anyway. So, okay, just yes. double work the, the machines. Yep. And I guess, the you know, the people. And the people as well. And, yeah. people as well. Yeah. and you know, it's yeah. at least we're surviving, right? Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about uh, your collaborations uh, with other businesses and also uh, your involvement in the Endeavour Scale-Up program. Right after this, I'm here with Michelle Chai from Kintry. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Busy Finding Money, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Open for Business. We have Michelle Chai who returns from 2019 and she's the founder of Kintry. If you don't know what Kintry is, you know, check that out, K-I-N-T-R-Y. Um, you know, if you lo- if you like snacks and what was it you said earlier, the what salted, salted anything with salted egg, the men are ordering. Uh, women is liking the granola and yes. kids like the cookies, right? But as I was saying, women really like the salted ones. <laughs> um, and of course, you, you know, in terms of, I think what's very interesting is your packaging, right? And you've collaborated with local artists, uh, Fazariza Mukhtar, and yep. came up with two packaging designs, Anak Malaysia and the Bangkit Malaysia gift box, right? Yep. Um, tell me the idea and the meaning behind these two designs. Uh, basically, we found each other on Instagram and I think we just clicked. The moment we spoke to each other, um, the ideation, the way we think, the way we see Malaysia mm. is the same. So I just told her, I have this idea. I want to put like all our different cultures onto a box. I want to showcase the different you know, our traditional mm. costumes and stuff. And she was like, oh, I'm so excited about that too. Okay. So that's how we started uh, this journey together. And she's actually now my main designer, uh, my artist for Kintry. Right. Because we, I just feel we work very well together. We There's not much changes mm. uh, and... Yeah, that's she how she gets you. She gets me. She gets you. I get her. Okay. And uh, yeah, she just tells me, "Oh, I want to do something like this." Okay? Okay, let's go. Okay. Yeah. So of course you had your Christmas designs, you're going to have Chinese New Year designs, yep. you're going to have Valentine's designs. Yep. That that sort of thing, right? And and the people are always looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. Are, do are. people make comments about it? You know, like they keep they keep the sleeves and all that. Yeah, so what happened is um, a few a few people, what they did was they cut the sleeves up mm. and they used it as postcards. Huh. So it's a very, very good idea for recycling. Right. Yeah, and in the box, at the bottom of the box, we put a little circle. Uh-huh. You can actually cut a hole, stuff all your plastic bags in there and it can be your plastic bag di- dispenser. I if you see. Want. Yeah. So, so there we was try and reuse, recycle. Right, so there's thought in the design as well, right? And um, and you find that when you had halal certification, was that an easy process that you certification? For us, it was quite easy. We mm. did it ourselves. Mm. Um, it took us about about six months, I would say. 
Uh, it wasn't that difficult. And then they would come in and do a check and tell you what you need to improve on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And of course, uh, other than that, you also collaborated with uh, Origin Bulk Store. Yes, okay. Origin Bulk. So my friend from Origin Bulk, Hui Ping, mm-hmm. um, we journeyed together from, I think, 2018. So we met at the Shopify e-commerce event, yes. Yeah. And um from there, we realized that we're both moms, okay. we're both entrepreneurs, and we're both selling snacks. So we just moved together on this journey and taught each other what we learn and try and lift So each your other products up. are available at her box store? Yes. Okay. And vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. So also, uh, you've got other collaborations as well with other businesses, right? Tell me, I know like you said you had you work with Bloomdis and, and a few others. Like what sort of collaborations have you done and what, you know, you're open to the more collaborations. Yeah. So basically, um, I have a group of friends. All of us are young startup entrepreneurs. Mm. And what we do is we try and lift each other up. So, for example, brands like MyFitBox, mm. they do um, healthy snacks and vending machines. Mm. Or Census & Co, who does perfume uh, subscriptions. Mm. who's who does jewellery. Yeah. So, we collaborate together in different, in different ways to right. try to bring the customers from both Brands right. together to learn about other brands in the market. Right, and okay. I'm I'm very keen on this because I feel that that's one of the best ways to really bring out the entrepreneurs' dreams and right. goals in Malaysia. And it's win-win for everybody, you know. Yes. Win-win for both businesses. Win for the customers as well, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, because usually, and they're all non-competitive but collaborative. Yes. Okay. And okay, so now uh, you decided to take part in the Endeavor Scale-Up program. Was it, why did you decide to do it? Was it easy to get part into Cohort 3? It was not an easy journey. Mm. Uh, We had to do interviews. We had to do special... Presentation, yes, the presentation yeah, the for deck, them, the, the deck. deck, yes, the deck. Oh, I know the three the minutes. numbers okay. and everything. Um, so that was very interesting. It was something yeah. I've never done before. And through Endeavor, I've met various mentors. Yeah. Um, recently, I met Rodney. Mm. He's the CEO of Munchies, mm-hmm. and ah. yeah, and he just gave us some tips on how we should look at the market, how we should look moving forward, five years in future, ten years in future. And I think without Endeavour, right. I wouldn't be able to have access to people like them. And I think also like at a certain point as an entrepreneur, like where do I go from here, right? Where do I grow? Because you just don't know, right? Until you talk to someone who's got a larger business and you get a perspective and all that. Uh, right. and, and so that was the reason you participated. Yes. So yes. Uh, what other what other things you know have you has been beneficial for you or things that you needed to I guess correct in your the running of your business at the moment? What did I need to correct? Or fine-tune. Nicer word, fine-tune. So I guess we just need to move forward Mm. and decide what's our steps moving forward. What Mm. are our goals and how do we get there, right? Mm. Do we, if we want new products, how many more team members do I need to hire? Ah. Yeah, things like that. So this is my main issue right now. Mm -hmm. More of team and talent management, people. All right, team and talent. So it come the just introducing a product would require new people. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Because so there'll be new line. There'll be a new line, or there might be more work that needs to be done. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's not so simple just to put a new product out there. Uh, it can be done. It can right. be done. But mm. we try and keep the team. So I could do it in a way where I OEM to other manufacturers. Mm. Uh, but right now we're trying to keep 
it in the team and mm. see how we can work together partnering other manufacturers. Okay. Yes. So, and are you coming up with more products? Yes, we are. Okay. We are very excited to come up with more products next year. Okay. Uh, I'll reveal them in due time. Okay, you'll reveal them in due time. Are we coming with a lot of uh, new things or crucial ones? Um, some really tasty ones mm. and some... Uh, High value ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tasty ones, high value ones. So keeping yeah. me on my toes, I said. <laughs> and what kind of R and D would you have done prior to coming up with with these ideas? Uh, basically, we work with a few different ingredient suppliers mm. and labs, mm. and then we taste it. We get our team to taste it. We do focus groups, and then from there we'll decide which ones to launch up. Okay. So plans for twenty twenty three and onwards. Yes. New so, products. Yes. New products. New designs. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping to rebrand it a little bit mm. because it's getting a bit a bit old. You're right. Um, and also, we have a food truck actually. Huh. Yeah, we have a food truck. So the food truck goes around Bangsa, Bukit Damasara, Sri Hatamas, Cheras, actually everywhere. Ampang okay. Central. So we're trying to hopefully in 2023 launch some food into it. Because oh. right now it's just snacks, snacks. and coffee. Okay, so uh, when did the food truck idea come about? Uh, it came about last year as a marketing campaign. Mm. So throughout that, we started to think, okay, maybe we should serve some coffee, we should serve some food. And I wanted to do the smoothie cups, which we did during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, it's just hiring is the issue right, right now. So okay. team, yeah, t- same problem, the team and talent. So okay, team. Okay, so there. Oh, I didn't know about the food truck and all that. So, so that's the idea. Looking at expanding. Um, okay, and you know, so lots of work ahead for you. Yes, but very exciting, exciting times. Mm, yes. Okay, all the best, and I look forward to speaking to you again with new stories and you know, uh, new directions as well. I've been speaking to Michelle Chai, founder of Kintry. You've been listening to Open for Business, BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.